Welcome to the Hazel Rockets podcast, the number one golf podcast for new product launches, interviews with industry experts, golf trends, and more. Here are your hosts, Jen, Ken, and Bill. Welcome to Hazel Rockets. I'm Jen. I'm Ken. And I'm Bill. We're all here this week. It hasn't been happening very much. Yeah. I know. I feel like it's been a while since we've all been here. We're going to be taping the whole show from start to finish. Wow. I know. It's like we're professionals or something. We're going to tell what? 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 What do we always say we're going to do at the beginning of every episode? Nothing. We're going to talk about Jack Bergeroni and tell us what it is. Yes. That's right. It's a segment. Oh Woohoo! Yes. Okay, so we have Callaway in the studio today. Yeah. We have uh, Russ King, our Callaway rep, and he is here to talk about the new, uh, I'm assuming, the new Callaway Maverick. We are excited about it. It's uh, been out for roughly about two weeks, yeah, two weeks and uh, has been doing tremendously yeah. well. It's gotten a great, great response for from sure. consumers. The other thing I'm kind of excited about, and we're going to show it here in a moment, is you were just at the PGA show, and um, I'm guessing you must have run into your, your best friend for life, um, Tiger Woods, um, who you've played golf with in the past. You guys are best buddies. Um, and we're, we're as close as this yeah I think. Yes. yeah super close sorry bill it sounds like you're on the outs um uh-huh. yeah. uh and he put together a a video a, a a commercial for us and even though um it's not the original one isn't directly for um our sponsor morton golf um i i think we're gonna share it i think we're gonna take a quick pause we're gonna share it with our audience because it's pretty cool a lot of fun yes yeah so here we go quick break Boom, I'm just gonna get, we're just gonna show it because it's awesome. Head over to Hagen Oaks and grab some Bridgestone golf balls now. Tell them Tiger sent you. What'd you guys think? That was awesome, right? It's pretty cool. Uh, anytime Tiger Woods is uh, singing your praises, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Now, what was my first reaction when you um, uh, you basically called me up from Orlando, said, hey, Jen, just met with Bridgestone. They shared this super cool thing with me. And I said to you, go from, in and get a second one. For what? For Morton Golf Sales, our yeah. sponsor. So, yeah. Because nothing is ever good enough yeah. when you're married. That's why he called me first, actually, because he knew I would just appreciate it. Exactly. A second. Yeah. So not that's super cool. Not wow, that's amazing. And what was my reaction? All so those things. So cool. Yes. Yeah. So incredible. Yeah. So Jennifer's was go get a second one. Go back in there again. It was. But very... she also said, "Tiger, who?" No, I did uh, not. Okay, sorry. I did not. So we actually through um, our fabulous. Um, uh, production department worked directly with Tiger's people and and did have one put together for Morton Golf Sales. Um, we're not going to show the entire thing, but we will show just that that very front portion again uh, real fast for us. Are, are you ready to see it? Okay, yeah. All right. Okay, here it is. Head over to Morton Head Golf Sales and grab some Bridgestone golf balls now. Tell them Tiger sent you. Okay, so what did you think? That was that was that was like legit tiger, right? So with that, um, why don't we introduce our our first guest today? Let's do. All right. Do we have more than one guest? 
Well, oh, okay. So no, you we mean have... we're going to introduce our guest? Our guest. Okay. Russ King. Russ King. With Callaway. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Anything else we should say about him? No, he has been the uh, Callaway, Northern California Callaway sales representative. He also uh, oversees Odyssey, so we'll probably see him back in later this spring for that product as well. Um, but has been with them on the better part of two Since decades, probably, maybe even closer to three yeah. now. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's yeah. been with them. All the way back to the great big Bertha days. Yeah. So um, he has a great perspective on Callaway Golf, and we're excited to hear all about the new Maverick. Awesome. All right. One moment, as soon as we snap our fingers, he's going to be right in, in studio with us. Right? Let's see this magic. All right. Okay, we're back. I told you, Russ is here. Wow, with a snap of your fingers. I know. I'm that good. Wow. <laughs> I'm amazing. Uh, Russ, thanks for joining us today. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Welcome, Russ. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Yeah. Russ, how long have you been in the golf business? I've been in the golf business. Thanks for bringing that up. You hit those Sorry. numbers, Jennifer, but it's been over 30 years, and this is my 28th year with Callaway here wow. in Northern California in the same territory. So, yeah, quite a while. That's awesome. So, yeah. That makes you like the third or fourth most tenured Callaway employee, right? Probably top five. There's okay. a couple of people down at headquarters that have got a few years on me, but wow. my badge number is low, yes. Okay. So, that's yeah, impressive. Been a long time. Yeah, yeah. seeing a lot of changes over the years. You're probably pretty good at Callaway trivia, would be my guess, then, right? Yeah, I would hope so. After all this time, if there's something you want to throw out at me. I don't. I I didn't. But next time you're on, I might. Yeah, I, that might be a fun yeah. fun game for that us. That actually to play. could be a fun game. Yeah, pull out some old questions from golf club manufacturing in the '90s and stuff. Yeah. 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 All right. So I thought we'd try try you know a little bit new like segment in here um, before we dive directly into the. Um, the, the new product. You brought the new Maverick to, to share with us today, right? Yes, very excited about our new Maverick launch. Very excited. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, why don't we uh, ask a few questions among all of us and, and then dive right in. Sounds good. All right. So these are dumb questions, just letting you know. They're like Letterman's old stupid um, uh, pet questions or whatever it was. I was so, been told there's no such thing as a dumb question here, but... Well, you haven't. Yeah, you haven't just listened to my questions. Am I allowed to speak yeah. up if you're Moving along. Yeah. What food do you feel best represents golf? Are you directing that one to me? I'm directing to They're you. all to you. They're all I'm a to big you. fan of Hostess products, so I don't know if you want Ooh. me answering that one. Yeah, go this for is, it. Huh? This is clearly defining why you and I have been friends as long as we have right yeah, there like, with your answer. So. Man after my own heart. <laughs> Hostess fruit pies, Hostess ding-dongs, cupcakes, Twinkies. I'm a rep. I live on the road. Sometimes when you just don't have the time for a nutritious lunch, it's Hostess products. Wow. Yes. All right. Yeah. Pretty cool. What's your favorite golf course you've ever played? Pebble Beach. That's iconic. Automatic. Favorite movie? All time. Doesn't have to be golf. My favorite movie all time is probably Shawshank Redemption. That's a great book. Yeah. I think Pulp Fiction might be a close second, but it's going to go Shawshank. Hat or visor? Oh. Visor wouldn't give me much protection here. I've got to be a hat guy. <laughs> uh, jacket or sweatshirt? Jacket usually. Sweatshirt will be there in the mix, though, but usually jacket first. And then the craziest thing you've ever done? The craziest thing I've ever done will that you're not willing be to admit. Yeah, I'm all that you're willing <laughs> yeah. to admit on a podcast and a yeah. vlog. No comment. It's going to be yeah. a family from here. Um, yeah, the craziest thing I've ever done, though, and this just came up with some buddies that we were on a motorcycle ride. We stopped on a bridge up on the Rubicon, up on the backside of Homewood up there, and we went bungee jumping with some Tahoe kids. Yeah, we were probably in our early 20s. 
and it was an underground, you know, bungee group of guys that took us up on a 260-foot railroad trestle, and we all dove off. And, yeah. Wow. And well, we you're still, still talk here, about, so that's We good. still yeah. talk about it, yeah. you know, tied to the ankle, diving off this bridge into a little creek with hardly any water in it, and, yeah, that was... Uh, that was high on the scare factor. That sounds really so cool. That, that tops yeah. my crazy moves. And you've had some crazy ones over the I have. Too, that, so one, that one tops them, though. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Very cool. All right, let's dive. I think we dive in. Are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. I, talk some I product. Have one, one question. How have I been on staff with you for all these years and not known that Hostess was part of my program? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I mean, how did I miss this? I could have easily brought you ding-dongs any time you <laughs> yeah. wanted, man. I always have an inventory Forget in the, the car. Forget the new clubs. Why I usually have, I usually have more Hostess some... products and okay. golf balls in the car. I brought you plenty of golf yes. balls. Yeah. 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 So Bill you know is now, the king of ding-dongs. We need to work on this. Yes. I miss my fruit pies. But I'm anyway. sorry I didn't have you covered okay. there. When we were kids, my mom had a cabinet and it was filled in there. And anytime he's come over to our house, that was the first place he would go oh, visit. Yeah. So <laughs> I went into a little state of depression when that product was eliminated there for a couple of years. Exactly. And that was tough for me. Now yeah. they brought it back and they're a little bit micro sized, but it's, it's okay. Not quite what are it was they, before. Are yeah, they, they shrunk everything. Yeah. Yeah, they did. It's yeah, trying to make them a little Are you more sure plastic. we're just not getting bigger well, and the food's that's part smaller. of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I hold up a ding-dong next to my stomach, it doesn't... Uh, <laughs> good stuff. That's yeah, good stuff. All right. So The Maverick. Product, yeah. The Let's talk about it. The Maverick. The Maverick. Yeah. We are uh, excited. It's been an exciting launch. Um, we had a tour win just a couple weeks ago with Mark Leishman, uh, Tory Pines, um, Shoffley, Xander Shoffley almost won with it at Kapalua, but um, the product's been really exciting because this is our second product to use uh, artificial intelligence, which was a pretty big commit for us. So, so talk, let's talk, let's, let's go, start there let's dive into that, with yeah. this computer that's the talk of the town when you're down at Callaway headquarters. It, it will, and it's a pretty big deal for the industry, hence the, the reason the Maverick name is on the product, and a lot of people ask me that, was kind of a nod to our engineers who were the first ones to actually go in and invest in a Technically, it's a supercomputer. It's a mainframe supercomputer. It was the first one in the golf industry, and it was an eight-figure investment. I mean, it's a real wow. big deal. Yeah, I mean, think about that. That's insane amount of money. It's an insane amount of money. Yeah. And it, you can't just buy the computer. You have to have the team and the engineers that are capable of inputting the correct data to get the information you want out of it. Um, it was it was a real big uh, take, um, but it has paid off in spades. So um, that face that we developed last year. Flash face, which as you guys know. And for those that are listening to us at the moment, if you want to follow us and go to the YouTube video, uh, Russ has a cutaway version of this driver that has the different parts on it, so you could actually see some of this. And you can yeah. follow us on our YouTube channel, more, which is hosted on Morton Golf Sales. Yes. Yep. But the flash face was um, a, a breakthrough in technology for us because it offered us to find ball speed off the center of the face that we would otherwise not be able to find. The computer essentially ran, you know, we could do about 15,000 prototypes with the first generation. Um, this year, after putting more money into it and bringing an outside team, we actually brought an outside team that specialized in supercomputers in to help with the development. It ran for a month and did billions of calculations and actually came up with an improved face this year, which billions is the big change. Billions of prototypes. That's, that is the craziest it, part. Close to a million, so, it, billions of calculations. Yeah. It made virtually almost a million prototypes. Wow. Where the first generation, we went through about 15,000. And the difference was this year, we could take into the aerodynamics of the club and find aerodynamic inefficiencies, sound. We could actually chase a pitch we wanted to make the club sound good. So there were all kinds of things we could do with the computer 
the second year and that we couldn't do the first 15, year. 15,000 to a million. Yes. Wow. In a year. That's big, big jump in improvements. And that was the help of bringing an outside team in that showed us and, and gave us some guidance on how to use the computer more effectively. But it, it's such an incredible tool. And there's still, you know, we found that the biggest uh, challenge in the second generation was that the computer exceeded the capability of the material. The titanium we were using, which is a pretty standard 6.4 grade titanium, was failing. Hmm. So it was getting such good ball speed off center that the titanium was tearing when you got up to tour speeds over 120 miles an hour. And there's a company called FS. That's Chris. when you tested it. Oh, yeah. yeah, everything came. Bill Dixon yeah. crushing all the faces. <laughs> yes. So a company down in Los Angeles called FS Precision uh, that specializes in high-strength metal applications, um, defense, mining, um, that kind of thing. It's, they actually had a grade of titanium that was much stronger and a lot lighter. And we went to them, and they provided the material for the face and the Maverick driver. That is a big improvement over anything we've had before. Looking back, that's kind of like what you guys did with Ruger Titanium way back in the day with is that Greg a good, good callback. Yeah, hey, yeah. trivia is next time. Yeah, he's here. sorry. Oh my Thank goodness, you. Ruger Ken. Titanium. <laughs> yeah. Can you remember the date of that? Oh gosh, probably oh, ninety. I'd say ninety four. Yeah, five. Warbird was ninety four, ninety five. Okay. Yeah, very yeah. good, Kenny. Yeah. So the first Titanium driver, that great big Bertha, and we had that cast by Ruger out in Scottsdale. Yeah. Okay. In Phoenix, Arizona, back then, yeah. ninety five. But yeah. yeah, same thing. You guys had to look outside the golf to industry find a material to find that was strong it. enough. Yeah. Yep, yeah. To hold up with those thinner faces. Yep. yep. So. Yeah. So it's really exciting. So um, we have a new aerodynamic package. We call a cyclone design on the head. We found um, a little bit of balls. Excuse me. Head speed there. But the biggest improvement was the face. The brand new titanium that's lighter, it's more flexible. We found about five to seven yards of ball speed off center over just last year's flash, which was a huge, huge pickup. Wow, wow. Yeah. Now I know you guys have used the same jailbreak technology in this new wood too. For somebody not familiar with it, maybe give them kind of the lowdown on that. Yeah, the jailbreak um, was a big, breakthrough for us in general um, we knew that we were losing energy out of the golf club through the top and the bottom because there's distortion all these 460 cc heads at impact um, jailbreak was a way to tie the crown and the sole of the golf club together and retain all that energy and direct it back out to the ball and, and that was a huge gain in finding lost energy and picking up ball speed it was so that's going to be uh, patented technology for us going forward that'll be in all our drivers and we're still the only club on your shop that has that jailbreak so now it's in all the woods so the fairway woods the hybrids all have jailbreak and okay. flash faces so now it's through the whole line you guys were again as i'm every time we look forward we look back to you guys were the very first manufacturer to um, introduce uh, carbon in your woods with the c4 way back when um, this one is a multi-material uh, design as well with this just super ultralight carbon crown. Feel how lightweight that crown is. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, we call that a triaxial carbon and it weighs almost nothing. And for the engineers, discretionary weight is a dream. It lets us use the weight in other parts of the yeah, golf club. Show it to Bill too. Okay, so MLI. it's, I would say, about the same weight as this piece of paper that's in my hand. Yeah, weighs a few grams. Very, very light. Yeah. Yeah. So again, as we're talking about, we talk a lot at, about the video work, about trying to get weight uh, low and back. And, you know, literally the crown weighs almost nothing. And so that's really easy to do with, with when the top of the golf club weighs nothing. And so is that what this weight is then? Yes, yes that frees up discretionary weight. So the driver in the Max head, there's three head options in the mm -hmm. new Mavic driver. Yeah, maybe go, go into that a little bit yeah, on, yeah, on the three different heads. That. Yeah, so there'll be a, the standard, a standard head um 
which along with the Sub-Zero will be our longest, and then a Max head, which will be almost like two drivers in one. So it'll have some adjustability features um, and a little higher MOI, but it'll be a little more forgiving than the standard Maverick. It'll have a 14 gram and a two gram weight. And if you put the heavier weight in the heel, it'll give it a draw bias. So for people that tend to come across it or you know need a little help getting draw on the golf ball, uh, this would be a, a better golf club for them. You could also move the heavy weight in the back and it'll make more of a high launch driver. So there's some options there with the Max that we don't have on the standard. But yeah. I know there was some discussion about this particular version not having adjustable you know, sliding weights or anything like that in the back of the wood. You guys in the Max still have the ability to, to make a draw bias, but you've come out with an entirely new line of woods that kind of accomplished the same thing with the Max. Actually, we have a little more adjustability between offering the standard head and the max head and the being able to transpose the two weights. Yeah. So there's actually a little more adjustability than just having the slide track on the one club sure. between the two drivers and um, and the, the movable weights. So, Bill, have you hit the max and the standard? Uh, yeah, we, you know, Russ was out here and we were able to test them. Yep. What did you find with your own testing between well, the two woods? The max is better for me. So, okay. yeah, I mean, it's... I actually like the shape of it more. It's very confidence-inspiring. Uh, I think it's gonna, you're gonna be a lot of our uh, customers that are gonna gravitate towards that. So and that's where your studio really comes yeah. into play. It's gonna be having the customers come in and take just a couple minutes to get on track, man, and they don't need a lot of time, but we'll be able to find out real quick on you know their, their attack path and how they come into the golf ball, which driver's better for them. Right. Yeah. Um, and like Kenny was saying, I mean, very successful launch weekend a couple weekends ago. We yeah. had, I mean, dozens and dozens of fittings yeah, uh, of everyone trying that out. Yeah. So, and then we have a player version for the uh, the more accomplished golfers, um, or even golfers maybe that are very spinny, uh, called the Sub Zero, which is a low spin version. So if they're out there testing on your track, man, maybe they're having numbers that are close to three thousand. Just going into a Sub Zero will knock that down to the the mid twos. It takes you know three or four hundred cycles of spin off. Definitely been a real popular club on tour. That's what most of our PGA players are playing. Yeah, and we noticed actually the, the Maverick, the numbers on the, the standard Maverick, the spin is lower than last year's flash. Just last yeah. year's flash by yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. by two, three, four yeah. hundred yeah. Uh, yep. CPM. So, so our yeah. staff is excited about that actually. So. Yep, a little less spinny. Yep. Yep. Um, I know two Callaway has a very broad selection of no charge kind of exotic shavs too. That's probably worth a mention as well. Yeah, there's, I think, 25 or 26 no-charge options for upgrade shafts. Yeah. And um, the stock shaft this year will be a Project X Riptide, which I'm really excited about. Um, that'll probably accommodate most applications, but there are quite a few shafts in there by Aldela, uh, even Oban, uh, Ozark. We have a whole bunch in there that are yeah. no-charge. So, so again, depending on the uh, torque and weight uh, characteristics that you're looking at, I mean, there's... You know, there's so many different choices. Exactly yep. right. So, yeah. so yep. without yep. having to spend any more money than the, the retail price of the club. Yeah. Well, I see an Ironhead on there too. Let's it has this product has a uh, sister golf club that's coming out right now too. Yes, um, we've been really fortunate to be the leader in the industry in iron sales for the last few years. Rogue mm -hmm. was the best selling iron for the last two years. That one skew itself. It was a very popular model between the Rogue and the Rogue X. And so the follow up to that is the Maverick. And this will actually be the first iron introduced in the golf industry that has used artificial intelligence or machine learning to develop the faces. So um, I think bang for the buck, this iron is going to be pretty hard to beat out in the marketplace. But 
Yeah, it's each of the iron faces are all individually made. So they all have AI developed processes. I the eight iron face is different than the seven iron face depending mm -hmm. on the launch so and the spin characteristics needed. I think needed. that's worth diving into a little bit. And typically when a company is designing a set of irons, they start usually at a seven or a six iron and then they develop what they want it to look like and feel and then they make matching irons to go through the rest of the set. It's essentially the same head through the whole set. Yes. And they're adjusted for loft and lie angle. But Callaway did not do this this we, time. They actually made eight different irons throughout the set. Every single iron is is different, correct. Yes. Yeah, breaking down exactly what the player needs for launch and spin characteristics, as I said. And the, and the faces, um, the iron itself is a pretty complicated build, as you guys can see here. I mean, we're, we're taking a, a frame that's stainless steel and the cup face, which we were the first ones to take the wood technology and apply it to an iron, which was a very difficult manufacturing process and much more expensive than the alternative of just using a single cast head. But these thin cup faces um, allowed us a lot of ball speed. Um, we had to find a material that made the irons actually feel good because um, by themselves, the cup faces actually feel a little snappy. This is our own proprietary material our engineers came up with um, called Microsphere which does not dampen any of the energy going through the golf ball at the face, um, but makes the heads feel like a solid traditional one-piece iron. I mean, it's, it's really changed the feel of our golf clubs. It's just, and it's squishy. It's yeah, just it's like a really a... unique material. Any of the other um, industrial foam products that we found out there um, that are in use, but we found that they all dampen ball speed. Anybody that's using um, flexing faces, I mean, it's really a challenge to make them feel good without compromising ball speed. And this was the only thing that we came up with that works. And we have it in all the products now. So the microsphere, cup face, um, and then this tungsten weight, which now sits in its own cradle. So this changed everything with our irons. The tungsten is a very dense material. Traditionally, it's brittle. You'd only see it on the outside of a, of a mid or a long iron. Um, mm -hmm. And we were the first company to figure out a process to actually melt and inject tungsten and be able to control the center of gravity. Feel how heavy that is. So now this floating core um, oh, yeah. lets us really control the center of the gravity of the iron, which has been a big challenge. Um, hence the reason we're able to make stronger lofts and have the same traditional trajectory we had with irons in the past that didn't have the option of, a, of an energy core. So, so it's really changed lots of the, the traditionalists complain that you know the reason we're hitting irons longer is because the lofts are so stronger and to a degree they're correct but the difference between you know your last few irons and and especially this one is that the trajectory is not different where it's not like you're hitting you know you're turning a six iron into a five iron and just stamping you know uh Six, six on it anymore. You're absolutely correct, the, Kenny. And we're the, hitting it just as high as you ever did a six iron, but the lofts are stronger. We back in to the lofts. Right. So the technology dictates what we have to set yeah. the loft at. Yeah. And, and that wasn't the case in the past. And there have been companies out there that have made strong lofted irons just to put up good numbers. Right. And you're always going to compromise accuracy and forgiveness in that case. And that's not the case at all. Yeah. That center of gravity, that, that gravity core and the tungsten inside these irons, um, the lofts are never going to be like they were in the past. Right. If we used a traditional, say, 48-degree loft on a pitching wedge, it would literally go straight up in the air. So we, the technology dictates what we have to set the loft, but we base all of our lofts on ball flight. Part of our fitting process when we're doing it is trajectory off the iron, but also the trajectory that the ball is coming out of the air, too. So, I mean, you never want to get into a situation where you're hitting a mid-iron and you can't hold a green. And that's for you know all the right reasons. You guys are making sure that the trajectory on the ball flight on the irons is just as high as it ever has been. Yep. So, yeah. Yep.
with the appropriate spin characteristics, which yeah. are easier to control now with that flash face too. Yeah. So, so can uh, for or Russ for those listening, how would you describe the look on the back end of of this iron or even the Maverick? I mean, I think in our heads we would think that the backside of this would be smooth and flat, whereas the reality is. It's, it's hard to describe without yeah, seeing it, because it really the first describe. time I showed everybody cutaways of last year's flash face, um, it's something they've never seen before. Yeah. And it's something that our engineers couldn't have come up with. So that's that's strictly computer and AI based. Yeah, I've always imagined if you imagine like a dropping a uh, pebble into the water and seeing the, the top the of the water ripple. And that's kind of what the back of these golf clubs look like. And, and you know, in the case of the new Maverick driver, it's a little higher waves around the perimeter, um, but fairly wavy in the middle. And, and again, there's a lot of very unique waves on that. And it's completely I mean, asymmetrical, though. There's different yeah, metal there's put no, in different areas. Yeah, there's no, there's no rhyme in places and yeah. different places. Yeah. yeah. And again, with all the testing that Callaway does, they know that you know the lion's share of mishits on higher lofted woods are going to be more high and out towards the toe right. and all of that's put in the part of the calculation that's reflected here yeah and that's where you get you yeah. know an ai that's going and doing uh, you know i'm not going to say a billion um you know calculations, calculations, calculations to, to get yep. that maximum efficiency um really on on miss hits too and yeah. uh, helping the golfer that doesn't consistently find the center of the face yeah keeping ball speed the engineers call it uh, spin robustness where you're matching the ball speed and spin as close as possible to a center hit on off-center shots. Yeah. And that's, that is where that flash and AI technology really helps us on all the products now, on the whole family of Maverick products. They all have it. Because the backside of this is definitely not something that you're going to randomly come up with and no. say, this is, this is ideal. Yeah. Our first time in manufacturing golf clubs that really the engineers have taken a back seat and, yeah. and a computer has came out and told them the most efficient way to, to make a part of the golf club. It's pretty interesting yep. and it's a big change. I think that's absolutely fascinating personally. Yeah, yeah. that is. I, I probably want to throw one other thing out there and I know uh, Chip, your guys' CEO is, I mean, he is 100% in on R&D. That is first and foremost everything that he believes in and I know you know we see it in all the woods and irons that have recently come out you guys have made a huge investment in balls as well and I think that's probably worth a mention before we end here as well with a uh, huge change in your ball plant that's I think that's I'm really glad you brought that up yeah, yeah it's one of the it's one of the parts of our business I'm really excited about that we had our sales meeting actually at our ball plant which is in western Massachusetts in Chicopee and we were there several years ago, and it looked the same on the outside, but that was about it. When you walk through the inside, it was a literally like a brand new plant. We've invested over $50 million into it, and Chip um, takes a lot of pride in what we've been able to do in a short amount of time in the golf ball part of the industry with Chrome Soft. It's been a, a real, it's been a shift, and you know, and what's been out there traditionally is harder golf balls. We were able to make a ball with a much different feel, kind of unique in Chrome Soft with all the performance characteristics of our competitors' balls, and he wanted to take it to a new level, and that was gonna require a big investment in our plant. So, um, starting at the beginning of the plant um, with the processors we use that are, are state-of-the-art, all robotics, um, to the quality at the end of the plant now with the first three-dimensional x-rays to check for perfection on the golf balls. It was really fascinating to see every single golf ball coming off the line if they're not perfect. You know, they're checked three-dimensionally, they get rejected. I think we're going to have six of those online by May, 
um, and we're the first ones in the industry. Most people have used traditionally two-dimensional x-rays, but the new Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X have been in development for a while. Chip's uh, goal was to make the same feel in those products, but significantly faster to kind of set a new bar for performance standard in golf balls. So Chrome Soft um, will still be a dual core single mantle ball with a thinner cover. That'll be about five yards longer than our last one, which is a huge pickup in ball speed and distance. And then the Chrome Soft X, which is a really new design for us. It's a large single core, our fast soft core, dual mantles, two different unique mantles with a thinner cover. Um, and it's about seven yards longer than our previous one. And generally, wow. if you can get a yard or two in a perfect test environment with no variables, it's a huge pickup. But seven yards is massive. So it's going to be a much, much quicker golf ball. Um, yeah, our tour players uh, are excited about it. You know, Xander Shoffley, a couple, they've only been a couple that have had the new ball mm -hmm. so far. It hasn't come out yet, but we're really excited about golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. Every but, single ball is going to be x rayed off the line going forward. Three dimensional x ray. Traditionally yeah. in the golf industry, the, the advanced plants have had a two dimensional x ray, which really only lets you see the ball like a cutaway. And that's only for like every, you know, you know, in batches. It's not like every it ball is x ray. Yeah, yeah, it would it be, you know, really if, you, if you made a batch of 50 dozen balls, they might check one or two. You would literally have to have your plant set up like we were able to do because we tied these x-rays into the finished production. So right. every single ball is able to run off the line and go through these x-ray machines. But they're, if there's not perfect symmetry between the core, the mantle, and the cover, they're rejected. And wow. we got oh, to physically incredible. see it, and there were not a lot of rejections. So the, the manufacturing process is essentially brand new with brand new Chrome Soft products um, coming out of what... Um, I think it's safe to say is the most advanced golf ball manufacturing plant in the industry now. It's pretty yeah. exciting. So that's going to be a, a big part of our business going forward. That's is really the, exciting. Uh, the ERC ball was super popular last year. Is that moving forward? for The ERC year? ball will yeah. stay in the marketplace going forward. That's okay. been a great golf ball for us. Um, it doesn't have the traditional urethane cover that the high-end player balls have. Um, it's a hybrid cover, which makes it a little more forgiving off the driver. If you're not perfectly square with your driver, with a urethane-covered ball, you will impart a lot of side spin yeah. and and this ball will give you a lot more forgiveness with the driver and still has the characteristics of the tour ball in the core so it's it's a nice long forgiving golf ball um, and it's priced quite a bit more competitively when's the new balls uh, expected out on the market so the new ball will come out in March and then a, a key part of the new ball technology that was on the ERC ball that I'm glad you brought up Bill was the triple track right mm -hmm. so that triple track alignment has been really big for us. Um, and now it'll be on the ERC ball, it'll be on the Chrome Soft and the Chrome Soft X as an option. You can get a traditional white ball or you can get the triple track. And that's based on um, a phenomenon called vernier hyperacuity, where your your eyes have the ability to focus right, on these so three one more, lines. One more time for these slow guys here. Say that again. So vernier hyperacuity okay. is actually, it was something if you actually Googled it, there's medical books full of it and, and you're your brain and eyes have an ability to just see parallel lines and, and offset lines um, at short distances, and it's pretty unique. But it really works, and it's generally inside 10, 15 feet on those shorter putts. But when you can actually take that triple track and line up a putt, almost in every incident, it's an improvement in alignment than doing it without it. And so, so much so That's that we've great. actually taken that yeah. technology and applied it to some of our Odyssey putters that are gonna come out, as you know, awesome. triple track, awesome. so, yeah. Okay, another trivia question for next time. Okay. I won't remember that. <laughs> yeah. But we can have Russ bring it up again. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So.
Well, Vic, thank you for uh, bringing in all of the new products. We're, uh, as we have mentioned, we've been selling the woods now for uh, a, a couple weeks, and, and uh, the response has been um, nothing short of remarkable from the consumer so far. Uh, nearly every time we're putting it in their hands, they're hitting it remarkably farther than their old driver, no matter what the maker model. So. Yeah, it's great to hear. And yeah. thanks for everything you guys do for making it such a successful launch for us. So I appreciate it. You're always great at getting people into your studio. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to letting this thing uh, do what it does and get going in the marketplace here. So thanks for being on the show, Russ. You bet, Jennifer, Kenny, back. Bill. Yeah, thank thanks you. for having me. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Russ. All right. And stay tuned. We're going to have a brief uh, message from our sponsor, and then we will be right back with our Jack Burgeroni experience. Hey, Bill here. I wanted to pause real quick to thank our sponsor, MortonGolfSales.com. Morton Golf Sales is the number one online retailer for all your golfing needs. From the newest clubs on the market to the classics that you can't find anywhere else, Morton Golf Sales has the best products and customer service at the lowest possible prices. Want to check out their huge online inventory of clubs, clothing, golf balls, accessories, and save 12% on your first order? Just use coupon code ROCKETS at checkout on mortongolfsales.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Now, back to the show. Mom's Beef Hash has a first name. It's from a can we see. But we all have another name. We call it untasty. We hate to eat it every day. And if you ask us why, we'll say... Cause mama's hash tastes like trash and we should feed it to the dog. Welcome to the Jack Burgeroni Experience. Welcome to this week's Jack Burgeroni Experience, where you might be wondering if it's someone's birthday with all the balloons that we have. Is it someone's birthday? Well, it, there's someone's birthdays coming up, but it's not quite his birthday yet, but yes. It will be before this airs. This is actually uh, oh. Ken's birthday episode. Oh, all right. Let's go. keep going. All right. Happy birthday, Ken. Yes, that's not why we have balloons. However, uh, we have discovered another exercise in stupidity, like we did with our Play-Doh golf clubs a oh, couple yeah. weeks back. Right. So my Cheeto. Yes. So uh, we had a great brainstorm about um, reading some of the most iconic Caddyshack movie lines after sucking helium. So, um... This can go either way. Yes. So, uh, and before we say that, we probably should just run Jennifer over one more time about her not thinking Caddyshack is the greatest movie of all time, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I don't think Caddyshack is the... Just ran you over with my semi. Yeah, well... All right, so who's going first? Jennifer needs to. Can you hand me those scissors? I don't know. I don't know if we can get into this balloon or not. Okay, so I'm just gonna suck on this, and then I say a line, right? Yes. I, and I don't know the lines. Does it matter? Here. Does she have one? <laughs> okay. Do I have? I can, obviously, <laughs> I have some. This Are you gonna is, have some lines? Last time, oh, is it gone? Last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. Oh my goodness. It's <laughs> all pretty funny. Well, you guys aren't even ready to go. All right, go for another one. Yeah, I can't get this open. Okay, here we go. You take drugs, Danny? <laughs> Every day. Good, then what's your problem? I don't know. 
Wait, you guys still aren't ready. We're nope. still not ready. I'm gonna get the... You're gonna be high. Can you get high on these or what? Yeah. Drop anchor through Judge Smale's boat says, Hey, you scratched my anchor! Whoa, did someone step on a duck? Tears in his eyes, I guess, as he lines up his last shot. He's got about 195 yards left. Looks like he's got about an eight iron. The crowd has gone deathly silent. Oh, this is your wife, huh? A lovely lady. Hey, baby, you must have been something before electricity. Good. So what? The Let's dance! Cinderella story. I don't know where. Former greenskeeper now about to become the master's champion. You're rather attractive for a beautiful girl with a great body. Don't sell yourself short, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch. How are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> I want everyone to know that this is the very first time that I've ever sucked helium into my <laughs> lungs and talk like this in Me my too. entire life. Ty, what did you shoot today? Is mine still going? I think I'm done. Uh, <laughs> wow. That was a great voice. <clears throat> All right, one more time. Okay. Ty, what did you shoot today? Oh, Judge, I don't keep score. Then how do you measure yourself with the other golfers? By height. Beautiful. Are you guys done? We're done. We're done. All right, so I'm going to let my balloon go. Mine's deflated. What about yours, hun? That's what she said. All right. Wow. Okay, I have one more thing, because it's President's Day week type of thing by when this launches. Not quite, but almost. It will be. Close. Okay. I know what you're going to ask, and we need to have more than one, because you have yesteryear, good, the greatness, and you have today's. It's, Can it's I ask a question before you go start answering Different it? eras, but yes, go ahead. Okay. Mount Rushmore has... Of golf. Of golf. The Mount Rushmore of golf. Where is that located? That's what she is wants us. She in, wants us to carve one out. Is it in North Dakota also? No. Are we gonna make it out of Plato like we did the golf no. course? No. Okay. So dumb. You will have gone. You will go bring out something that you've been working on for the last month, and then give Bill and I like twenty yeah. seconds to build ours. Probably. Um, what? Who? Okay. If you had to choose about four iconic golfers, who would you choose? And then Bill's already making it difficult. Your Mount Rushmore has like eight heads on it, or more. There's going to be, you know, because there were some greats from years ago. Can we agree on anybody in particular? That three people be for sure. Who? Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, Tiger Woods. He's on mine. Tiger He's on Woods. mine. He's yes. on mine. So those three all made mine. Yeah. So I would now. agree. And then I have three more that I just wasn't sure about. Let's so mine it. has six. I have Bobby Jones, Annika, or Babe Zaharis. Because I do feel like women should be represented on this. So I'm not sure. And you yeah. were just smiling? What's up with that? Oh, no, it was great. I, I couldn't agree more. So I'm not sure. <laughs> you chicken. <laughs> no, I... Uh, Annika, they I, were both so, exceptionally uh, important to women's golf. Oh, absolutely. But would Annika not be is, in the top four, I don't think. Well, you don't so, think so? No. The top four. Well, again, Bobby Jones. So you just read three names. And Bobby Jones is kind of my fourth that I was thinking. And then but when you brought up Annika, it's like, oh, yeah. That's... What about Ben Hogan, though? Yeah. That's why I said we need to have... What about Babe? Ten Mount Rushmores. She was pretty... Babe Zaharis was pretty amazing. As yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah. But, again, when you compare her to somebody like Bobby Jones, it, it, there's just not a comparison. Is I mean, there not a comparison? No. Really? 
real, <laughs> just from an aspect of, um, you know, him being the first one to bring home the Open Championship, you know, and or, having parades in his well, honor. He won the Grand Slam. Yeah. And, and retired from golf at 28 yeah. because he achieved everything he was going to achieve. And so he felt. And he also started the Masters, built Augusta National. I mean, what about Annika? She did. Quite possibly the best women's golfer to ever live. Um, but I think in the scope of the... It's going to give me in so much trouble uh, with, yeah, our, no, with my wife. Just... So in the scope of golf history... I don't think it scales to what Bobby Jones did. I mean, he, you know, golf was still very much a um, s small sport compared to some of the other sports like baseball and football. And Jones's Grand Slam, when he won that, it was the first time that it really exposed golf to the masses. I mean, it, it really was that important. She's thoroughly unconvinced. Okay. I think you better start sucking on this balloon and, and say all that again in another voice if you're going to be able to go home tonight. That's what I think. Yeah. Bill, what are you had? I like... agree with you complicitly. <laughs> Whatever you decide. So Bill's coming home yes. with me tonight. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. No. There should be a Mount Rushmore of the greatest male golfers and a Mount Rushmore of the greatest female. All right, so if that was the case, then, you know, Babe would be on there for sure. Annika would be on there. Nancy Lopez would probably be on there. Just for what she brought to the game. Yeah. Because there's people with... What about Whitworth? You know, stronger winning records. Kathy Whitworth was... I think she still has the most wins. 88 yeah. wins on the LPGA Tour. Yep. Um, then you have a lot of the pioneers. That's why you need more than just... you got to have more than four. How big is this mountain range? It's big. Huge. Okay. Yes. Appalachians. Yep. Because you have the pioneers of the, of the ladies that started the LPGA Tour, which Babe, I think, was one of them. Right. Where she was one of the around, founders. Yeah, drove around in their cars and, you know, just very little prize money. I mean, they helped, kind of like, you know, Arnold bringing, the, you know, the game to the masses, increasing the prize money without them. The LPGA of today wouldn't be there, so. If you had to choose Jones or Hogan, who would you choose? Boy, that's a tough one. Probably have to choose Bobby Jones, personally. Yeah, that's what I would do, too. Yeah. So. Okay, and he was on. So we all went with Bobby Jones. So for the guys, it seems like we're all in agreement. Well, we're leaving out Ben Hogan, Sam Snead. But I mean, are we? Because we, we all four came up with the same four people. If we had to come up with it, which was Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer, Bobby Jones. Yeah. I mean, are we all in agreement on that? That's who I would we're say. We're in. Have we? ever all been in agreement well, this is the first time in our marriage so i'm actually yeah. pretty excited about that so yeah she's gonna tell me i'm wrong when we're done yeah i agree yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. i wouldn't as soon as the audio and visual shut down you're that gonna, is you're not true it. everyone what? on this on the, who watches this should no. realize i don't have any problem How about telling you you're I read wrong those on four air. names and she'll interrupt me halfway through yeah, and tell exactly. me i'm reading them off wrong so <laughs> maybe she'll let you finish if you like i said if you put the helium down here <laughs> all right all right, that's it. That's, that's it. all I have. Okay. Right. I want to thank our audience for putting up with us another week. Um, thank you for watching us on wherever you're catching us on uh, podcasts. Or if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, Morton Golf Sales, we want to thank you for supporting us. Uh, our sponsor, Morton Golf Sales, which allows us to be with you every week. And um, 
You can uh, check us out at hazelrocketspodcast.com. And we want them to tell us what their Mount Rushmore is, right? Yes. That would be really good. Love uh, to hear. Yeah. So send me an email at jmorton at hagenoaks.com. You can follow me at jen underscore morton underscore um, on Instagram. Uh, and with that, we will see you next week. Bye, Bye. everyone.